Hello everyone. We have a solo episode today. This is Bridget and I'm actually really fired up about this topic. So I posted on my Facebook wall, like raise your hand if you're a recovering people pleaser. And I was pretty astonished, (laughs) um, honestly, how many people are still, you know, feel like they're living their life to please someone else. So if that is you, keep listening. And this question has allowed me to really deep dive into like my past and different experiences that I have had growing up. And I thought to myself, what would my life look like if I pleased everyone in my life? That was the feeling that I got. If that were the case, I would have never like quit those jobs that really just did not serve me at all, right? So my first job out of college, cold calling, sales, like no relationship building. I'm a relationship person, guys. So I like to host circles and facilitate workshops where we all come together as a community. Um, It was so terrible. So when the time came to leave that job, me, if I just had waited to please everyone else at the job, because I would be letting them down, oh, I would be so miserable still to this day. So in your life, what, I want you to like prove to yourself the areas where you have done something for yourself, right? You've left something that doesn't serve you. You left a toxic relationship. You left the job. You um, didn't go on the trip or you didn't go out to dinner with the friends because you didn't want to gossip for once and for all. And I want you to prove to yourself first that like this is possible. It is possible for you to not be pleasing others. When I was thinking about this even more, I was like, wow, we've been really like conditioned to have these experiences of pleasing people, right? As a young child, we are doing things for our parents, right? Because maybe they want us to do a certain sport. Um, Maybe they want us to join band or join a... I don't know, a community organization. And we do things for other people, right? And then it continues and continues and continues and continues throughout college, right? Then it goes into your quote unquote real world life and you're pleasing your coworkers or your boss. And then it goes into your partnerships and your relationship and your children and every single freaking area of your life. And I will say in this reflection, I was looking back at like my childhood. Thank you, mom and dad, because I tried every sport under the sun. Like I literally did t-ball, track, cross country, tennis, golf, soccer. Um, What other sports are there to play? Like everything. I really did everything. And when the time came that I felt it in my heart and soul that I wanted to quit, even though it made no sense. Like for instance, I quit playing soccer for our high school soccer team because I thought the coach was a total D-bag. I was like, I don't want to play for him. Like, I literally don't like him, so I don't want to be in his energy. And my parents respected that. So thank you, mom and dad, for allowing that to be possible for me. And I'm also acknowledging that I don't think it was the same for everyone growing up. You know, a lot of us were forced to do certain things because our parents wanted us to do so. Like, they thought that it would help us. And, of course, this is coming from the heart of them or anyone who's ever, like, made you feel like you must do something. They were trying to do the best for us. But in recent years, I'm going to go on a little tangent here because even um, Eric and I think about having, like, kids one day, right? And 
I want to homeschool them. I want to do like child-led learning and I want them to explore the things that excite them and light them up because I really believe in the future that's going to not create more people pleasers. That's going to create individuals who know themselves like to the core. They're going to know, hey, I'm really into science. I would love to do a science course or I'd love to start working um, at this lab and do research, research. But what ends up happening is out of high school, we have all these people who have no idea what they want to be doing. No one knows themselves. Why? Because they've been listening to other people their entire life, right? How many of you got out of high school and you had to pick a major in college and you're like, well, let me just play Russian roulette right now because I have no idea. And then side note, there are some people who just like knew, you know, the doctors who knew they wanted to be doctors, the lawyers who knew they wanted to be lawyers, all this stuff, which is great. But a lot of us were very, very confused with what to do in life. And then, you know, we go to a four-year university. We study all these things that may or may not actually matter to what you're doing um, in life now. But the people-pleasing continues. And if you're listening to this today, it's like, okay, well, when is that going to stop? You know, I know a lot of people that listen to this are like creatives in some way. They believe that it's possible for them to create something for themselves. It might be a business, a product, a side project, a bliss project. Um, you know, maybe you just have goals, like you want to run a marathon, you want to start a club on your own, you want to do something for yourself. And there comes a day in time when you need to understand that your actions are not always going to be cool in someone else's book. But you also have to understand that your actions are your actions. They aren't for someone else to judge. And I know that most of us have felt like someone's judging us our whole life because we have had people that, you know, help us along the path and help us kind of make sense of things in life, which has been great. But to what extent, right? Now is the time for you to just live for you. And also looking back, I'm just so grateful. I've had these times where I've said like, no, I don't want to do that. And I'm a person who will make like very, very rash decisions. In high school, I had like filled out all, well, okay. In eighth grade, I decided I wanted to go to Catholic school for high school. I had done all the summer reading. I had, um, you know, like I was going to the school. It was like, I got my uniform a couple weeks before I'm trying out for the track team. And the girls were just really, really rude. And I was like, I don't want to be in their energy. And I decided not to go. In high school, I told my parents I wanted to go to Germany and study abroad. So I like filled out all these applications to do like abroad, um, like live in with a family. And then I was like, nah, doesn't feel good. So I'm like the queen of being like, uh, no, I'm going to actually listen to myself. I don't want to do it. And I have asked myself, well, is that because I'm scared or is it because I don't want to do it? And like, it's not because I'm scared because I'm not really, I'll do like a lot of things. I'm not really scared to start anything. Um, that is definitely one of my gifts. I'm really good at starting messy and having it not be perfect. Um, but I just completely lost what I was thinking about. Hmm. I don't know what I was saying. (laughs) Um, Oh, I've changed my mind a lot. And I think that's okay. Like that is safe to change your mind. It's okay to have done and studied one thing in college. And then 20 years later, you've been working at the same job and you realize, holy shit, I have lived my life for someone else for 20 years. And I think I've talked about this, but the demographic of the podcast is mostly like 25 to like 35 and then also like 45 to 55. So we have a couple different age ranges here. Um, but there's never, it's never too late to be like, F everything I've been doing, I'm changing everything. 
F everything I'm doing, I'm changing everything. So what is that thing that you want to do for yourself? You might let someone down, right? Maybe you you work for someone and you decided that this is just not working for you. But you letting and telling them the truth now is actually going to save them in the long run. You being open and honest about how you feel in your partnership, your relationship, or with your coworkers is going to help everyone in the long run. Because we have this people-pleasing planet where people are scared to offend each other. But then we live a not, or not happy because we're just succumbing to it being content. And I asked one of the people, oh, how, how's work today? They're like, you know, another day, another dollar. Work is work. Fuck that. I don't want to live like that. You don't have to live like that. And I know that there are real parts of this, right? You need to make a living. You need to um, pay your rent. You need to provide for your family. But there are other ways and you are not allowing yourself to see that there are so many other ways to do things. There's limited, unlimited, excuse me, possibilities for you to live your life in the way that you want to live it. So what's it going to be for you? Are you going to keep people pleasing? Are you going to keep living for someone else's life? That doesn't sound very fun. And if you believe in reincarnation, I'm sure you're going to have the same pattern come back the next generation or next lifetime, right? You have to take radical responsibility for what you want and be unapologetic about it. I love talking about being unapologetic about your dreams. You know, you've probably heard me talk about this because I'm unapologetic about it, that I want to speak on stages across the world. I don't want to work 40-hour weeks. I work like 25-hour weeks and that really, really works for me and I make money. And I sustain myself and I, it's all good. And this is how I want to do it. I'm unapologetic about these things. I want to write in more books. I want to have and coach more people. I want to work one-on-one with more people. I want to speak at different organizations talking about dreaming big and starting small and stop being a people pleaser and changing a dreamer into a doer. I'm really good at talking about those things. And what are you unapologetic about? Chances are maybe only a couple things or maybe nothing because you don't want to feel like you are offending someone else. But let me tell you, if you are dimming your light to fit in, that is helping no one. Embrace your freaking gifts. Jen is an incredible photographer. Can we all just talk about that for a moment? She is an incredible photographer. Like my pictures came out amazing. Every picture she's taken for any of her clients I'm like, these are incredible, Jen. Like, you have a gift. And she owns it. And that's also why people want to work with her. If I didn't own my gifts that I literally am so good at what I do, and I really help transform people's lives, you probably wouldn't want to work with me. That wouldn't be very fun, right? So embrace those gifts. Take radical responsibility for who you are, for what you do, for what you say, for who you connect with. All of those things are important. Let's talk about friendships for a moment. If you are staying friends with people because you don't want to offend them, like let's just take a look at that question or that statement. If you are staying friends with someone because you don't want to offend them, you are not serving yourself or that other person. People feel things energetically. They feel it. You don't need to make a breakup in your relationship, but you also get to choose where and who you spend your time with. So where and who are you spending your time with? Is it people who uplift you? right? I think it's in Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And this is in a lot of different things, but he talks about like the people we surround ourselves with, they influence us. 
I want to surround myself with people who are high achievers, who are making a lot of money, who have a lot of drive, and who are not scared to start something. Like Those are my people. Those are my people. I also really want to start a mastermind, so I'm just going to plant that seed there. I would love to start a mastermind of really high-achieving, ambitious women or men, like let's get some men in here, um, down for that, who are going to hold each other accountable every single week. That's what I want to do. So who are you spending your time with? Who are you spending your time with? How do you speak about yourself? If you have constant, like, thinly veiled negativity, first of all, no one's going to want to be around you. That wouldn't be fun. And you are a creator through your words. You are a creator through your words. So stop putting yourself down to make anyone else feel any type of way. And just start lifting yourself up. People want to be around others who lift themselves up. Like, I know each and every single one of you listening, you have purpose, you have potential. And if you don't see that in yourself, I will sure as heck help you realize that within yourself. But it comes when you just embrace that that is possible for you. How else do we stop people pleasing? Well, we stop our blame game. If we're constantly just pointing fingers, fingers at others, that's not very empowering. You choose how you spend your time, who you spend it with, your words, your actions. Stop putting and pointing the finger at anyone else. Do you think a leader is pointing the finger at everyone else? No, they're probably owning up to some of their flaws. I love talking about how I'm not perfect, right? Because I am human and so are you. I can still be really, really good at what I do in the world, an incredible coach, but I can still be human. And I can own up to the times when... You know, maybe accidentally send two emails within 30 minutes of each other. <laughs> Cringe. I'm sorry if you're on my email email list. Um, that was a major accident. <laughs> I thought about sending three, but then it was just going to be, it was going to be overkill. And, you know, we don't need three emails from the same person. We have enough emails, right? Already. How else do we stop people pleasing? We don't pretend to be anyone but ourselves. I think you can really feel and see and hear and listen to the change in this podcast, right? From uplifted to unbound. Jen and I were like, nope, balls to the wall. We are going to embrace who we are. We curse. We talk about ridiculous topics like vagina, sex, orgasms, taxes, death, right? How cool. We curse a lot. We're human. Jen doesn't eat meat. She's a vegan. I eat meat. Like we have a lot of, we just embrace who we are. We really just embrace who we are. And we love each other for who we are because we both just own it. You know, there's a lot of, it's interesting with like vegan and like non-vegan community. There's a lot of hate and it's really dumb and it's divisive if you ask me. So I love everyone. Like eat meat or don't eat meat. Whatever works for you, but do not ever get mad or ridicule anyone else for their opinion. Don't do that. That's not nice. But when Jen and I really like took a stand for feeling that there was a shift within this podcast coming, like I think you guys really heard that call. You felt that within us. You totally vibed with us because there's a call for you to do that too, right? This is a collective collective call that Jen and I listened to and it's also for you. So how are you not embracing all that you are? I've written a couple posts about this, right? Like the good, the bad, the ugly, the shameful, the unworthy. Let's embrace all of it, all of it right? Like your thighs are too big. Love your thighs, whatever it is that you think is not worthy about you 
in you, whatever it is. Don't pretend to be anyone else and just be yourself. I know that's so cliche, but guess what? Most of us aren't doing it. So for me to be fully myself is to say no when I'm not interested in doing something because it's not going to serve my time, energy, emotions. It's going to be the person who curses and like hold people very accountable, has a lot of fire. And, you know, some people are going to love that about me and some people are going to probably be repelled because they, they're not ready for that fire. And that's okay. I love you. I love you. It's okay. What else about me? I'm obsessed with my dog. I'm going to talk about it. My husband's incredible. He's so sexy. I'm going to talk about it. I have an incredible family and support system. I'm going to talk about it because all of that makes me me. I'm going to talk about my illness and my, my challenges and my struggles. Because I can transmute them into doorways of opportunity, not for anyone else. I don't really care about what anyone else thinks. I care about it for me. Because me speaking and recording that podcast episode on like the health journey was really cathartic, really scary actually, and deeply healing. Deeply healing. And I'm going to embrace all of me. And you get to do the same. But if you are out there still people-pleasing and trying to be someone who you're not just to make others happy, like, it is not worth it. You know that. I know that you know that in your heart. You know that. You know that. So let's, like, just make a commitment to stop people-pleasing. You know, where can you start today? Is it in your relationship with your partner, with your children, with your in-laws, with your parents? Have you told them you want to do something, but it actually isn't going to serve you? And there's a difference between, like, respect and um, helping someone out versus, like, not serving you. I do mean that because there are things that we we do that maybe we don't necessarily want to, but, like, we do it because it is going to help someone out. Um, there's a difference there. So, like, let's discern. Let's discern that. But what is the commitment you can make today to yourself? Saying no is one of the most freeing things that you can do. What are you going to say no to? Because when you say no to things, you are saying yes to something so much freaking bigger. Right? Let's surround ourselves with the right people. I'm going to drop that idea about that mastermind. If you're excited about something like that, let me know because that like lights me the F up. Let me know. Be supported. Be supported. Be supported by your family, by those people who love you, by someone who can take you to that next level, right? The best thing I ever did was start talking to a therapist after I had a very traumatic death experience in my family. Best thing I ever did. Started paying a therapist just to talk to her. Best thing I ever did. Hire a coach, hire a mentor, because they're going to be able to see your potential and pull you to that next level. Have uncomfortable conversations, but you got to speak up. You deserve to use your voice, especially if you are a woman listening to this. You deserve to use your voice. We have been suppressed for years and years and years and years and years to not use our voice, right? We feel like our voice isn't good enough or we don't have anything good to say or someone's already said it. But guess what? No one has ever said it in the way that you can. No one has the exact same voice that you have. No one has the exact same message or passion or purpose that you have because you are uniquely you. Let's just give ourselves a round of applause. <laughs> and if you're still with me right now and you're feeling this, like, let me know because this is something that excites me. It's in my bones. Like, you can feel this in my voice that, like, I want to stop the people pleasers. <laughs> I want to have this embrace. 
embrace who we really are and what we really want to do and see our purpose and see how our passion can live out in our lives. So I know that if you are still here, you feel that too. You are the dreamer who's ready to become the doer, right? Because you can be both, but you don't want to just be the dreamer. You want to be the doer. And to do that, we have to let go of the people-pleasing. It's not serving us. It's not serving you. It's not serving me, right? The message is still for me. I'm human. I'm sure there's little areas of my life where I can look at how I can stop people-pleasing. I love you all so much. And know that you are supported. There are people out there who support you and who think very, very similarly to you. Never forget that. Best thing I ever realized in my life. All right, friends. I love you so much. Talk to you later.